Welcome to Wednesday. It is your tangible tip Wednesday. My name is Rika. And this tangible tip Wednesday is just you and I. No music, um, no notes, uh, no audio from tomorrow's episode, um, which by the way, tomorrow's episode is with Caitlin Herman. um, And she is a former star of Big Brother. And we're going to go into all of that tomorrow. And the topic for tomorrow is never let a guy save you for later. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Okay. Never let a guy save you for later. And it comes from her story, how she handled it. And again, always come to single you the podcast with a notebook because I give you tangible tips and a way to shift your mindset. That that's how I see myself. Like I, I'm not here to be like um, three tips on this, four tips on that. Like I don't want to just be that person for you. I want to be a coach that can help you shift your mindset because it is your mindset that will set you up for failure every time. But it can be your mindset that sets you up for winning every time. So how is your mindset? Because your life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. And so I wanted to come on here and talk to you about some of the reasons why I stayed in my abusive relationship. And I, have, I actually have a particular story which is why I wanted it to be just you and I, especially if you've never met me in person. Maybe you don't even follow me on Instagram, so you don't even know what I look like. I want you to know the stuff that I put on this podcast is because I know what I know because of what I went through. So I'm not just shooting from the hip here. I'm giving you tips, strategies, the mindset that I had to have to never be in a dysfunctional relationship again. Okay, let me get to the story. So um, this is the Cliff Notes version. I don't know where my ex is today. I wish him well. I send him love and light, as they say. I pray for him. But in that moment when we were together, we were not supposed to be together. That was a terrible, terrible, the worst. In fact, I've said this before, and I mean it with my whole heart and my whole ass. (laughs) That was the worst relationship I had ever been through in my life. But with that relationship, it also taught me the most I needed to know about relationships to never get in this kind of relationship again. So yes, I deem this relationship an abusive relationship, verbally, mentally, and financially, because I paid for everything, Jesus. The manipulation that was going on, the gaslighting, the narcissistic traits. And from in my research, books I read and the journey I had to go on after that relationship, that's how I know There was narcissistic traits going on, gaslighting projection. And this story actually deals with projection very well. Um, But that's how I know through the books I study. I don't know. Again, I don't know where he is. I hope he's doing well. I don't know if he's ever been diagnosed. Honestly, I don't really care. Um, But I wish him well. So let me get to this story because this, I hope this episode is only 10 at most 15 minutes. So. He was in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, That's where he's from, Georgia, I guess. I'm from Seattle. So we had a long distance relationship. 
um, Cliff Note story of it. I met him here in Washington State when he was playing on an arena football team. So anyway, so I would fly down there a lot after that football team dismantled, the season was over, blah, blah, blah. Long distance relationship. And so I would fly down there a lot. Mind you, I always paid for my tickets. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because <laughs> um, I had my itch together. He didn't. Uh, anyway, at this particular time, he was a security guard, bouncer, whatever you call it, at this bar um, in Atlanta. And so um, most of the time when I would take him, um, when I would go visit him, I would take him to work and drive his car. So that's what I did. But I was like, I'm going to stay because they also had food too. I'm going to hang out, blah, blah, blah. Because what else am I doing, right? At that time, that relationship, I was... I don't know if I knew this at that time, but looking back, that relationship, I was so embarrassed and there was a lot going on that even though some of my very best friends live in Atlanta, I would never call them when I would go visit. I just, ugh. anyway, that's another podcast. So anyway, so I went to go hang out at the bar and he told me, yeah, told me, suggest, suggested in his manipulative, how do you say that word? <laughs> manipulative way. Ooh. Ooh, roll of the tongue. I see you, Rika. So he, he told me, yo, I need you to go sit at the bar so I can watch you and see how you handle men when they hit on you. Let that sink in. Like, who does that, right? And at the time, I didn't even know what to do in that moment or say that I just did it. God, I look back at that girl in 20, I don't know if that was 2016. This relationship lasted 2015 to 2017. But in the midst of those two years, I look at the Rika I was then. And it's like, I just want to hold her. Like, baby girl, what were you doing? What were you doing? What kind of control is that? I want you to go sit at the bar so I can watch you and see how you handle men who hit on you. What is that? So I did it. So I did it. And in my journals and in my memory, th- this is what I remember and that I believe that I was thinking at the time. A few things, and there are many, but we're only going to go through a few. And I, and I want to see, I'm telling you this story because obviously you know what I do, right? Singleness is not a punishment. And I want you to know that you're worthy regardless of um, your relationship status. Like a man doesn't determine your worth. You're worthy regardless, right? And so that is always my message to you. And in order to do that, I have to share my story with you. And so if you're in a relationship like this or you have been and you can resonate with what I'm saying, why I stayed, what happened, I want you to know that this is unhealthy and disrespectful. This is control. And you don't want to be with a man who wants to control you at all, period. So anyway, I do it. I go sit at the bar. This is what I believe my thoughts were. I just did it because throughout our relationship, the thread was, we always argued. I've heard married people say this sometimes. Like, oh man, we always argue about the same thing over and over. And trust me, there's a bucket of very unhealthy with that. And I was in the bucket of unhealthy. And so our, our argument for two years was literally that he didn't trust me, that I was sneaky, that I had hoe tendencies and that I was probably cheating on him. Every man that I talked to, I was cheating on him with. Now, let me tell you something about me. I've never cheated on anybody. Never. 
never even looked at another dude when I'm in a relationship because when I'm in, I'm all in. Have I had a bench? Especially at Howard, yeah, it's dating 10, 5, 10 dudes at a time, like really enjoying the attention I was getting. And that's another problem. Maybe another episode for another time. But I, that was the thread. That was, that was the arguments that we would have all the time. And so my stance became in that relationship. I became the woman trying to prove to him that I was a good woman. What are you talking about? I'm not a cheater. Of course, I'll go sit at the bar. What? Watch, watch. Funny enough, nobody hit on me that night <laughs> from what I remember. Nobody hit on me. How you like them apples? <laughs> but I was so busy proving, trying to prove to him that I was a good woman. I would never cheat on you. Not you. What? I'm so honored to be in this relationship. I would never cheat on you. And obviously there were some elements of I didn't want to be alone. And I loved I loved saying that I was in a relationship, that I had a, my boyfriend. I have a boyfriend, my boyfriend. I loved posting him. He was so fine too, my God. Let me tell you something. If this dude was ugly, we wouldn't have lasted two years. I feel like there is some of us, there, there's a threshold, especially me at that time, where like if, you, if I deemed you fine, I was going to do whatever it is I had to do to keep you, to stay in this relationship because you fine. And look at us together, we cute. And again, I like saying I had a boyfriend. I got a boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. Look what my boyfriend did. Let me snap my boyfriend. Let me picture, let me write a caption about what my boyfriend did for me when he bought me flowers. Da, 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 da. But all of the reasons why I stayed can be under the umbrella of nobody had a conversation with me about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy. You've heard me say this before. Not that I can remember I didn't even know to ask those questions. They weren't in depth enough for me to truly grasp the concept of, no, this is bullshit. Sorry for cussing. Sorry, not sorry. Actually, I'm grown. But I didn't understand that concept enough. My only understanding at that time was, well, he's not hitting me, so this is not abuse. He's just a wounded soul and I need to show him what a good, healthy relationship looks like because I come from a two-parent household and he doesn't. Poor him. Let me pick up this wounded dog and lick his wounds. And, you know, because we have that nurturing spirit. So under the umbrella of nobody ever having that conversation with me, let me ask you this. Did you just relate to my story? And there's so much more to the story and so much nuance. And if I'm ever your coach, you will hear all of that. It's all in Single You Academy in my coaching program. But here's the deal. Okay. Back to the question. Had anybody had a conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy? Have you been able to grasp that concept? I'm willing to bet no. No. That's why you're here, right? My podcast is titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. You Or Single You, the podcast and the the tagline of singleness is not a punishment. So I'm sure you were like, what? I need to, what is this? I'm de-. You were intrigued for some reason and I'm willing to bet that's one of the reasons. You don't have a good grasp on the concept of what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy. That's why you're here. And so because I know nobody's had those conversations with you, I want to. Let's have that conversation on my masterclass, the key strategies to dodging a dysfunctional relationship. 
I have a replay for you. I did it last night, Tuesday night. And I was like, you know what? Let me invite my listener, you, from my podcast, Single You, the podcast, because we may not be friends on Instagram or Facebook, so you've never heard about my masterclass. Key strategies to dodging a dysfunctional relationship. If you would like that video, I want you to send me a DM or email me. I'm on Instagram as just me, Rika, and it's free. Did I tell you that? It's free. It's free. It's 90 minutes. It's free. What do you got to lose? If you're like, yo, I'm, nobody's had those conversations with me either. I need to hear what Rika has to say. What do you got to lose? Because I know if I asked you, hey, do you want to ever be in a dysfunctional relationship again? You would be like, hell no. So how are you never going to get in a dysfunctional relationship if you don't even know what a healthy relationship looks like? If you don't even know when to get out, when a guy is abusing you on a mental level, spiritual level, it's not, a, it's not just about physical. Yes, physical abuse sucks. And you know that. But there are nuances to this mental and physical and spiritual abuse, narcissism, gaslighting, love bombing, projection. And I'm sure you never even heard about nobody ever told you because again, who had the conversations with you. So my key strategies to dodging a dysfunctional relationships, the replay, this video that I want you to sign up for that you want to sign up for goes away tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday, February 16th. No, 18th, 18th, February 18th. Sorry. That's when the video will go away. 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. February 18th, it goes away and it goes in the vault, as Disney would say. And it's not going to be available again until like June. So let's do it. Pull the trigger now. So here's what we're going to cover and then I'm going to let you go. My key strategies to dodging a dysfunctional relationship, what we're going to cover in these 90 minutes is my three tips to help you spot a liar. And then three reasons why you fall for those lies and liars. And then the four steps that will help you discover your worth. These are the steps you need to know. The steps that will keep that keep myself and my clients out of dysfunctional relationships. And honestly, you're going to hear on this 90 minute masterclass, real life examples of women who have discovered their worth. Thanks to my four step formula. My key strategies to dodging a dysfunctional relationship masterclass. Again, tomorrow it's over. Goes bye-bye in the vault. All right, that's all I got for you. So go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. My links will be in the show notes right here on this podcast. Or you can send me an email if you're like, Rika, I don't got Facebook. I don't do that social media thing. Good for you. I'm jealous. <laughs> so my name is Rika, just in case you've never heard my voice before. This is your first time listening. I'm the founder of Single You Academy and the host of Single You, the podcast, this podcast right here. In September, after 18 years in radio, I'm still in radio, but part-time now, but I stepped down from my full-time job to focus on what I know God is calling me to do this season. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. So I help as a certified life coach, the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth so that you stop tying your worth and identity to men 
and stop being a man pleaser. Listen, that's what I was in that story, pleasing him. Like, okay, I'll just go sit at the bar. I will never do that again. I wish a dude would. (laughs) Raise your hand if you want to stop being a man pleaser and you just don't know where to start. You're like, I need to know my value. I need to know my worth. I just don't know what that means or where to start. You start with me because I'm looking for 10 women who want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth, and what makes a healthy relationship. If this sounds like you and you are ready to get started, let's connect. Send me a DM. We'll get you signed up for my master class. All right. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Please rate and subscribe to this podcast. Oh yeah, and share it. What was your takeaway? Did you take away? Did you resonate with my story? That's what I really want to know. I, w- I want to know the answer to one of these two questions or both, and you can send it to me on Instagram. You can say, I so resonated with your bar story. You could just say that. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Or you can say, yo, nobody had the conversation with me about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy. Help me, and I will help you in my masterclass. It's free, 90 minutes, and it goes away on Thursday at 11.59 Seattle time, p.m. Seattle time, okay? So whenever you're ready, I'm ready for you. Share this with somebody you know needs to hear this message. I know your mind was blown. Thank you for listening to Single You, the podcast.